Hello, and welcome to By Association, a new podcast from the Illinois Soybean Association. I'm Claire Weinzerl. And I'm Betsy Osman. And today we'll be talking to Gracie Pearson, Consumer Engagement Manager for the Illinois Farm Bureau. Welcome, Gracie. So, Gracie, describe what you do in one sentence. Uh, I've really had to boil it down. My job is to build trust in farmers and their farming practices. I like that. Tell us a little bit about how you ended up in the career that you're in and just a little bit more about your path and how you've arrived at where you're at today. Yeah, so I will backdrop to college. Um, I graduated high school and actually uh, ended up at Illinois State studying ag education and crop and soil science. Part of that is looking back, it's very unfair for a 17 year old to figure out what they're going to do for the rest of their lives. Just like decide on one day when they're applying for colleges. So it really is <laughs> That's yeah. really an impossible standard we put on our society, <laughs> 17 year olds. Yeah. And Claire can attest. I'm a little bit of an overachiever. So of course I double majored. I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do with those degrees. I knew with ag ed, I liked the educational side of things. I liked that it was all encompassing with agriculture, but I, I never saw myself in a classroom setting. And then with the crop and soil side, it's like, Hey, you know, my dad conditioned me like, you know, corn breeders make a lot of money. It's like, I like a lot of money. Like that sounds like a great idea. So I guess really what it was, was ag education with an agronomy focus. My junior year, I actually ended up switching my major from ag education to ag communication after I took a communication class and realized that communication wasn't just public speaking. There was so much more depth to it. Uh, there's public relations, there's a lot of writing, there's you know creative design, things like that. It's like, you know, I actually think this is what I was wanting to do with that ag ed degree. And with the way ag education degrees are set up, you have to do the student teaching portion and you have to do your classroom observations. And to me, it didn't make sense to do that if that's not what I wanted to do. So graduated with that ag communication and crop and soil science degree and actually found myself at an agency in St. Louis. Honestly, I always envisioned myself working for a farmer organization. So it was a surprise that I ended up A, at an agency like that and B, so far away from home. So I grew up in central Illinois and St. Louis was about three hours away. But that was actually probably the best thing that happened to me because in my mind, I was able just really to hone in on a diversified skill set. I was able to dabble in a little bit of everything, PR to writing stories, to learning the back end of how to manage a website, to a little bit of light graphic design and more of that direction to people that actually know how to use like that Adobe Illustrator program. So that was really interesting for me. And then I also was still working on the farmer organization side while at the agency. I had a couple of different clients, but uh, some of those clients were checkoff organizations. So that really helped me focus on what I wanted to do, figure out what all was out there in the communication world. And then it seemed like at the right time, an opportunity fell into my lap to get closer to home. Consumer engagement manager position opened up at Illinois Farm Bureau then, and I had somebody reach out. And to me, that was what I wanted to do, right? So I, I was working on the farmer side. I was working on you know a lot of technical agronomy stuff, but really consumer engagement was what I wanted to do. I think with that ag education type degree that I originally went for when I was 18 years old, what I really wanted to do was bridge the gap between farmers and non-farmers. So now within your current role as consumer engagement manager, tell us about some of your current initiatives. Yeah. So 
there's two big parts to my job. So the first is more on the internal side. So uh, within an Illinois Farm Bureau, I serve as a resource for our county farm bureaus. So making sure that they have the resources and materials and talking points and training that they need to feel confident in having conversations with their neighbors at the local level. It looks a little bit different in every county. Some counties are heavier in livestock. Some have uh, more specialty opportunities to connect and others are out of corn and soybeans. Um, and obviously, uh, politically, there's different issues in every county. But really what we focus on is making sure that they have the tools they need to put on great events, create great opportunities to get consumers in front of farmers. The number one thing we hear from consumers is, I don't know how to meet a farmer. I might live in the middle of a cornfield, but I may not even know who farms it. So providing those opportunities. And then on the external side, I serve on the Illinois Farm Families Coalition representing Illinois Farm Bureau. So Illinois Soy is also a partner in IFF Coalition. Um, and on that end, I do the same thing, but we focus on the Chicagoland area. So bringing farmers to Chicago, getting farmers in front of uh, Chicagoland uh, consumers uh, through social media opportunities and making sure that we can continue to build that trust in what farmers are doing and be able to put farmers in a position where they can answer questions. So we don't Everybody has questions. They just they don't always know where to go, or they they may not realize that have that they have that question until uh, they get in front of the farmer. And I guess a third thing I'm going to add in there is we've got the We Are the 96 campaign happening under the Illinois Farm Families brand. So that has been a fun project to work on, and for us, that's a lot different than what we normally do with IFF, and it's a lot different than what I normally do at Illinois Farm Bureau in the sense that We Are the 96 is a straight advertising campaign. And so it's really working our creative muscles and how do we get farmers in unexpected places? So how are we getting farmers on TV? How do we get farmers on TV during the Super Bowl? How do we get farmers in other forms that you may not expect? And I can't share more information on that yet until we have a few more details worked out. But we've got a lot of really great things coming throughout 2023 with that. And I would just add that the Illinois Farm Families Coalition is a very proud partnership that we can be a part of. I think it's great when all of these commodity organizations within Illinois can band together and you know, make a stronger impact together. And I think especially the We Are the 96 campaign has been a campaign that our board members have been very proud of. And it's it's just really cool to see, you know, farm families in this light and bring them a little fame. Absolutely. And to that respect, at the IFF Coalition has been a wonderful thing, I think, across all of our organizations. It gives us so much opportunity to pool our resources, both financially and staff-wise, with all of our different skill sets and really come up with some awesome projects because ultimately we're talking to the same customer, right? It, you know, matter where they live, they're purchasing beef, pork, dairy products, they're consuming corn and soy products. And as Illinois Farm Bureau, I like to represent Illinois farmers. And so all the other crops that Illinois farmers grow as well, like pumpkins and apples, horseradish, and all those other specialty crops that are out there. Tell us a little bit about some people who have influenced you and your path either personally or professionally? 
That is a great question. I would say there's been a lot of people on social media who have influenced the stance I take when it comes to uh, consumer engagement. So I'd like to say that consumer engagement really has been a big thing within the ag industry since probably around 2007 or 2008. And at that same time, you know, Facebook came online, Twitter was coming online, Instagram may or may not have been around, you know, in the background at that time, but there's so many new social media platforms that have come up between now and then. I think the biggest thing there is people became more accessible to people outside of their communities. And that's really when consumer engagement became a really great opportunity for agriculture because farming stereotypically takes place in small communities. Um, we're in rural areas and it's really hard to reach urban areas through traditional means when you, you don't have the funds to, you know, place a newspaper ad or place a TV ad or something like that. So I would say there's a lot of individuals on social media who just over time have shaped how I approach things, what the best ways to talk about different topics are, things like that. I would also say too, so uh, Claire and I are sisters and our dad also works in the ag industry. And I would say he's been a huge influence just in the path I took in my career. I would say when I was in high school, when I was in early high school, like I took every 4-H project under the sun, including, you know, some crop and soils projects. But to me, agriculture wasn't a career option for me. I don't know why I thought that. It was probably really dumb seeing as you know, for how many years at that point I had seen my dad working in the ag industry. But I would say, you know, just having seen him as an example of what he does, uh, some of the opportunities that are out there. I'd also say too, I now farm with him. So when I had the opportunity to come back to Bloomington and work for Illinois Farm Bureau, there was also an opportunity for me to get involved in our family's farm. And so he's been an, a big influence there, you know, not only teaching me how to farm, like I, I know on paper how to grow corn, but you know, there's also the equipment side of things and the practical side of things and actually learning how to do it, but also just his approach on something. So I would say our farm is probably pretty forward thinking when it comes to some of the sustainability practices farmers can adopt. For us, we, we are a smaller farm, and so it's easier for us to implement some of those practices at full scale, but we also have the time to experiment with things like that. So I, he's been a big influence in that regard, just how I think about farming, how I see others think about farming. And then also on the organizational side, you know, how do we best represent farmers? So Gracie, tell what do you love most about what you do, whether it's through your role with the Illinois Farm Bureau or as a farmer, you know, what is the thing that you love most? You know, this fits for both my full-time job and the farming thing, but I like that I have the flexibility to try a lot of different things. With my role within Illinois Farm Bureau and also serving on the Illinois Farm Families Coalition, I have the opportunity to touch a lot of different types of projects. So it's not like my day-to-day -day is sitting typing articles every day, like I might do if I worked at a newspaper, for example. I can help design a booth for an event and work you know, that booth at the event and have really good conversations. I can go on some farm tours, help coordinate some farm tours, get to work hand in hand with those farmers to create that experience. I have the opportunity to work on the creative side. So that graphic design, getting to design advertisements, getting to design handouts and fact sheets. I get to dabble in social media and website development. I get to see what the, the newest opportunities are on social media, some of the newest platforms. It's crazy how many social media 
platforms are being developed today. I also like that I get to be involved in the video side of things. So create that storytelling through video, um, working with the videographer, working with the farmers um, and telling those stories, whether it be an ad through the We Are the 96 campaign or another longer form video that we create for Illinois farm families or even within Illinois Farm Bureau. And a lot of that applies on the farming side too, right? Like no day is the same. And I think that's my favorite part of what I do is that I have variety. I get to learn a lot about a lot of different types of things. Gracie, I have one final question for you. What's hard about what you do? What's What challenges you most? What is, what keeps you up at night sometimes? What's really challenging about your role? Ooh, that's a really good question. I would say what challenges me the most is thinking about whether or not we're talking about the right things, whether or not we're reaching the right people. You know, right now, we like to say, especially within the IFF coalition, and I also approach this uh, through what we do at Illinois Farm Bureau, but our target audience is parents ages 24 to 39. Right. So originally it was millennial parents. Well, the oldest Gen Z are turning 26 this year. So they kind of fall into that parent category now. And so we can't just talk about millennials. But to me, is that the right audience? Right. So we have a lot of research that tells us parents are the right consumer audience to talk to about food and farming. But what about others? Are we reaching them in the right way? Are we getting out there enough? Do we need to have more in-person events? Do we need to get farmers in front of people more often? One of the challenges we have, and I think people see it across all sorts of industries, is we are a very, very different community on social media and online than we are in person. You've heard the term keyboard warrior. I think that while we're more accessible online and it gives us a lot of opportunities, people also forget that it's people on the other side of that, that username or that handle or that screen. So we have a lot more contested conversations, um, heated debates, things like that, that you don't always get in an in-person conversation. That's not to say there's not a lot of opportunity there, but you know, in my mind, are we reaching the right audience? Are we getting to the right audience. So when we when we're trying to reach that that audience, are we actually getting across to them? Are we getting through to them? Are we doing it on the right platforms and in the right way? And do we have the right messages? You know, I think I know what they're most interested in. The research we run every year tells us what they're most interested in, but are those the topics they're interested in? I would say too, on the political landscape, I, I do not work in politics. I have no interest in working in politics, but it does influence a lot of what we have to talk about. Is there something big coming tomorrow or big coming next week that we need to be prepared for? So I think the biggest thing is almost on that PR side is how can we stay one step ahead of the curve? What's the next big issue? What's the next thing that the public's going to be worried about with farming? But I guess it boils down to, are we getting farmers out there enough? So one final question on my end, what are your hopes, Gracie, for the future of Illinois agriculture? I hope that we never have to stop innovating. Farmers are a wonderful group of people in the sense that no year looks the same for them. Farmers are always looking at how they can improve. A lot of times that translates into yield improvements, which you know is very important to farming. But how do those yield improvements happen? Right now, we consider innovation, you know, mechanical innovation. How are we utilizing our machinery to our best ability? How are we maximizing fuel efficiency and having fewer passes across the field if we 
as we can. There's also that conservation side. So how are we implementing things like uh, reduced tillage, no tillage, cover crops, things like that. So I hope that we never have to stop innovating, but I also hope that we feel that we should be innovating. Um, I hope we we don't lose that. When I say when we have to stop innovating, it's, you know, do we still have that social license to farm? And that's where our efforts in the consumer engagement space really come into play. You know, do, do we have the public's trust to do what we feel is best for our farm, what we feel is the next step for our farm, and that there's no legislation in the way, that there's no public scrutiny in the way, just that the public trusts farmers. So I really hope that we never stop innovating. Was a really good answer. So this has been a super fun debut for me as the new co-host of this by association podcast. And I think it's kind of been a blast from the past because Gracie and I actually used to have a podcast together years ago when I was still a student (laughs) at Illinois State. So this has been very (laughs) this has been very nostalgic. I wasn't sure if this this podcast was an urban legend or if it actually existed. <laughs> was it was it agriculture? Is that what it was based on? Yeah. Yep. So I had started blogging when I was in college. Um, that was just an opportunity for me to become a better writer. I just needed more practice, and you know that's also a sign of how old I am. Uh, blogging was a big thing at that time. Um, And people actually went to blogs and actually went to websites rather than just sticking on social media to go consume information. So it was under my A Farm Kids Guide to Agriculture brand. And so we had the A Farm Kids Guide to Agriculture podcast. And I would say, you know, that came about from I'm an overachiever. And if something piques my interest, I got to try it out. And so I I conned Claire into also trying it out with me. I was just the guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good full circle story. I do. (laughs) Well, this has been super fun. Gracie, thank you so much for your time and and sharing your story with us. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of By Association. Thank you to our guest, Gracie Pearson. Please follow along on the Illinois Soybean Association social media pages to stay up to date on everything we're doing to support the 43,000 soybean farmers we have in Illinois. We'll see you next time.